We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Monday, March 27th. Check that revving up my voice a little bit. I think I'm sick. Everybody I know is sick. Hey, sick of this weather. (laughs) Goodness gracious. I do want to give a shout out real quick. We talk a lot about the schools we talk about. Let's talk about MATC. Their men's basketball team won the NJCAA Division II tournament. So Milwaukee does have a national champion when it comes to uh, basketball. This was a really good year for the city with Marquette finally winning a game for the first time in a decade with the Panthers having a much better season than they've had in a long time of Milwaukee and, and making things interesting down the stretch. And so for, for college basketball, Milwaukee, uh, a very good, very good year. You always want a little bit more, but it's nice that MATC, the team that we've been following and talking about, I mean, we, we've been talking about Marquette a little bit, the Panthers, but if there's one, if there's one show that's an MATC show, I mean, clearly it's been uh, the Bart Winkler show. So we're happy to see that continue. We've got a very interesting, oh, we still, and we still have, I was going to say final four. How about final eight? There's eight teams left in college basketball. And one of those is the Badgers. And they play Tuesday night against North Texas. So interested in that. Tournament's been interesting this year. I mean, nobody's, you know, nobody's talking about their bracket being busted because everybody's bracket was busted by like three o'clock on Thursday. And this time, like it really was. Sometimes you'll lose an eight, nine matchup and, and bitch that your bracket's busted. But this time is the real thing. Your final four features Florida Atlantic, a nine seed, against San Diego State, a five seed. One of those teams will be in the national title game. For a long time, I rooted for Butler when they had Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens because I wanted you know, a mid-major to, to win it, at least just to get there. Well, you've got two of them right there that one of them is going to be in. Uh, the line on that, very small, one and a half for San Diego State. Miami and UConn, UConn's a five and a half point favorite. UConn taking on Miami, Miami a five seed, Connecticut a four seed. But Connecticut was a team that a lot of people just decided they liked before the tournament started. A lot of people decided, yeah, we like uh, Connecticut. Huh? Why? They're Why? Ah, we just like them. And I can't tell you I've seen a lot of UConn basketball games. I saw the one the other night where they killed Gonzaga. But everyone 
just decided they liked uh, UConn and they're being rewarded very well. Now they did face Marquette uh, three times this season, including the Big Ten championship game. So Marquette, well, Marquette beat them two out of three times. UConn beat Marquette in early February. They lost to Marquette in early January, and then Marquette beat him in the Big East. Did I just say Big Ten? Who cares? Big East Championship game. And so that that you know that was that was the excitement. Now it's it's a dumb question to ask. What would you rather have? But I just you know it, it's been a long time since Marquette's had anything relevant Big East. So I I do understand the celebration over that, but it just goes to show you the tournaments for a lot of teams don't matter. Because, sure, Marquette won their conference and won their tourney, but UConn's playing for a bid to win the whole thing. And I'm not, I'm not saying that's that's wrong or that's bad. They're the favorite right now of the whole group, of the whole Final Four. It's just, you know, it's just like how much do you celebrate a conference championship when you got this one-and-done tournament coming up? And it has been a good tournament. Um, there, you know, there's been a lot of good games. There's been stars that have been made. I do think that not having Wisconsin in it has – I don't know. Like I've, I've watched. So, so Sunday I watched the last three minutes of both games. Now I was driving home from the in-laws and then I had to take a nap as soon as I got home. So maybe that it wasn't like out of protest, but this is probably the tournament I've watched the least. And it's probably one of the better ones uh, ever. <laughs> so I'll make sure to watch the games coming up on Saturday. Well, no, I won't. Well, I'll preview them a little bit on CBS Sports Radio this weekend, but then I got WrestleMania to watch, man. I got two night WrestleMania to watch. John Cena's kicking things off. I'm not going to miss that. I'll watch it Monday though. Well, no, that's the Raw after WrestleMania. What are they, what are they doing here? Keep these things keep these things separate. Sounds like I will be doing a WrestleMania post game show. I, I know I know there's nobody like keeping track of what he's what you doing, you know. Remember when we were at the fan and people would tweet out from our account, programming alert, Bill Huber's not coming on at 110 anymore. He's coming on at 115. And we'd be like, oh, fuck, what are we going to do? Thank God for this tweet. Thank thank God, my goodness. Thank Christ. So, I don't know. But because Sunday night, the Bucks play the Sixers. But it's WrestleMania. And so we'll, we'll figure it all out. But... There will be a WrestleMania postgame show Sunday night. I that that we're doing. We're doing that for sure. But yeah, the final four should be good. Should be good. And the Badgers this week and a lot of good basketball. One other basketball note. A lot of people clowning on the Mavs, who lost to the Hornets, I believe, twice in a row. And the Mavs, since they acquired Kyrie Irving, have been terrible. And so that's an easy scapegoat. Like, if you want to look at why the Mavs have been so bad, right now they are out of the playing tournament. The Mavs were the fourth seed in the West when Luka and Kyrie made their debut together. Remember, they got uh, they got Kyrie, and they played a few games separate, or there was an injury or whatever. But since they debuted together, they've been 5-13 and 13 and now are now out of the playing as it stands. I would still think they get in the playing. I mean, we'll see. It's still pretty jumbled up there, so we'll see. But the easy thing to say is, oh, well, Kyrie. Kyrie ruined that. Okay, well, we all know Jason Kidd had to factor in that too. Luca getting up there saying it's not fun anymore the other night. Some of that might be Kyrie. Some of that is, is Jason Kidd. 
I still don't understand why they traded for Kyrie. I guess, because first of all, I thought anyone that was going to trade for Kyrie was going to lock him into a long-term contract. That's what he wanted from Brooklyn. That's why he wanted out. Then he gets traded, doesn't have a long-term contract. He's going to be a free agent after this year. So Dallas, I guess, was trying, hey, we're not going to win the title this year. We might as well get Kyrie and see what that looks like. Get another superstar next to Lucas, see what that looks like, and maybe, just maybe, you know, we'll strike gold here. Well, they are not. And so I don't know what the future of the Mavs hold, but it will probably be without Kyrie and it should be without Jason Kidd. And then Jason Kidd is going to get another chance somewhere. Why? I don't know, but, but he will, I get it. He was a great player. My Jason Kidd take is Jason Kidd would be a great coach. If his team was 12, Jason kids, like he can coach himself. He could, he could motivate 12 of himself to be the best basketball team you've ever seen. But I don't, I don't think Jason Kidd's the guy that's going to solve the riddle of Kyrie and Luca. I just don't. And it seems like they don't either. Happy place. I'm going to solve the riddle of how to help you feel better. Maybe help you fall asleep. My nights have been a lot easier with happy place. Hemp. take a couple gummies, let them sink in, get a little drowsy, get a little tired, get a little loopy, have a little fun. And then uh, knock yourself out for the night. Check them out, happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, 25% off, happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART, again, happyplacehemp.com. Everything that they have available there for you, everything, is 25% off. So when you go there, let me remind you, you look for the first time or you go in store, Muskego Court is not the street. It's in Muskego. It's on College Court. (laughs) How many? Should I just redo this? It's in Muskego on College Court, happyplacehemp.com, 25% off. And when you go shopping there or when you go online, you can stack up your cart, get 25% off every product. Then when you go again the next time, you still get the discount code with the code BART. So it's not like a one and done. Promo code is BART, 25% off, promo code BART, happyplacehemp.com. Just talked to someone over the weekend. Their dog is uh, RIP but dying, probably has a year to live is in rough shape. And I think about my dog and I wish I knew about the CBD stuff. I talked about this the other day, the tinctures that you, you know, you, you know, sprayed in the dog. Tim would know more about that, but I'm, I'm going to get some for them because I mean, I, I just remember the last year of my dog's life. It was like, why is this thing exist? And we don't want it to go away. Cause we, you know, we, we still want to be with her, but then she's basically miserable every day. So at least this will help ease some of that pain. Uh, for dogs like it can do with people, like with the creams and different things they have. So check it out. With that code, it gives you opportunity to to test some things, see what works for you, see what you like. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. The uh, next batch of the show is going to be the post-game show. Jumped on Saturday night and talked about Bucks Nuggets. We were pretty worked up about the officials. A lot of good stuff in here. Q and Hot Take Jake do impressions of each other. Tony in Texas comes on Blasted in a parking lot in Dallas tries to hit on some chicks and it fails. So that is coming up. Um, You may have seen it on YouTube. If you have just fast forward to the end, talk a little bit brewers at the end. Uh, If not, uh, just, just put in some music and we'll talk to you tomorrow, but that's coming up next. Some good bucks talk. I promise there's some good bucks talk in there, including what a potential nuggets bucks matchup might look like and how much stock do you put into a game like this? And also, 
I tear down Jokic because I don't think he should be the MVP. So that's coming up. And then we'll talk some Brewers, the Bart Winkler Show. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bucks this weekend, beating the Jazz 144 to 116, losing to the Nuggets 129 to 106. Got uh, Bootsy here saying the Bucks were up like 11 when they started calling the game differently. I am never trying to be the guy who's talking about the officials. I'm never trying to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to very much hesitant, uh, be hesitant to be that guy. But the officials were bad. I'm not saying like they 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 allowed the Nets uh, Nuggets to win, or they they had a, a like they, they're the reason why the Nuggets won, or they wanted the Nuggets to win. I think they just were calling the game very soft. It got very weird. Uh, you know, Bobby getting mixed up with Jokic a little bit technical. Uh, Brooke Lopez commenting to one of the officials technical when he was on the bench. It's like we must protect Jokic at all costs. I don't know what he has done to be the darling of the NBA media and the NBA conglomerate. It's him. And separately, it's the Celtics. The, the, the media loves both of those institutions. Jokic, if he like, if, if he is in a bad mood, T, if he, if he is crying or looks like he's going to cry T, and then he goes over to the sideline, sips his little Gatorade, like it's a little juice box. There was a great tweet from Ty Windish on Saturday. It said, hey, the MVP conversation is what it is. Let's try to respect everybody. You know, he, he wants to just celebrate his guy in Giannis and, and, and talk about, you know, glowing, glowingly his guy. Look, I've, uh, I've been trashing Jokic on national radio for months, and I'm going to keep doing it because this was just pathetic. I did put on Twitter that I thought the uh, – refs were acting like they were officiating kindergartners. Adam says softest, strangest game I've ever seen from refs. Frank says, why was there a cop in the mix at one point? He was with Yannitz. Uh League wants the top of the conference to tighten up. 
again, I don't think like the fix was in, but it was just it was just annoying. Hot take Jake, he joins us. What's up, buddy? Well, 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 that sucked. Oh, you know what? When you're here, I'm gonna bring in Q too. I'm gonna make this a triple threat. Yo. Q's got his Bucks Brook Lopez hat. Yes, sir. Q. I'm jealous. Let, Jake, good. let's let's talk about your take on the Bucks. Let's just get it over with quick. Because <laughs> I, I you want me to do it for you? Sure, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I took some gummies and watched this game and uh just another rough third quarter and fourth quarter and uh Bucks fans uh complaining about the refs. Uh yeah, I just don't know. Chris missed a couple shots today. Um yeah, Middleton. Um I'm not sure about Giannis. Uh he he sat out the fourth quarter. Like I, I kinda want my NBA stars to play the game. Um Jokic looked good. Like he'd look he'd look great in a Bucks uniform someday. You know you guys know what I'm talking about. How'd I do? Jake? Do I get a turn? Yeah, you get to do Q now. All right, hold on. <laughs> hey fellas, how's it going? Giannis is so awesome. He's never done anything wrong. He's the best player in the world. And if you don't think so, well, you're just a bad, bad fan. <laughs> all right, I'll get. Hey, hey, hey. We're all friends here, right? Yeah, That's good. Hey. We're all friends here. All right, Jake, you were here first, though. Uh, what is Jake's real thoughts on the game? Well, I mean, it is kind of funny to me that I don't know. For the past few days, the theme that I was seeing on Twitter is like Monty Williams. Oh, this guy never shuts up about the refs. I look. I pull up Buck's Twitter. Just everything. Oh my God, this is a conspiracy. This is the worst refing. Were the refs great? Nah, probably not. But dude, the Bucks were absolute trash in the. Well, Monty, Monty's, Monty's, and and maybe other Bucks fans are different than me. But with this Nuggets game specifically, these officials got the assignment to officiate a game between the two best teams in the league, record-wise, West and East, number one. And then it got a little out of hand for them for two minutes, and they decided we're not going to allow this. And yeah, it did, but don't you? Know, you... Don't you think the Bucks kind of brought some of that on themselves with all of the chirping and Bobby not I, shutting I mean, up? I mean, this is isn't this what you like? The Bucks are on a second game of the back to back. They could have easily just sat a bunch of people, not had this you know contest, this competition. Instead, they go out there, they play. They know that the MVP discourse swing is gonna like if they don't win, people will be mad at Giannis. Even though I don't like Giannis is way better than Jokic. Miss me with that, okay? But the Bucks went out and played. They went out and played. They didn't. They didn't need this game. They didn't. It's a second game of back to back in Denver, which this brings up my hot take that Denver should not host sporting events. The altitude is too much of a home field advantage. Okay, talk about that one with your, with your, with your groups. <laughs> um, that's interesting. I mean, that certainly is a take. Um, no, I just think that like, it's, it's such a weak, weak thing to be like, oh, the referees, that's why they lost. Well, no, when you can't hit a fucking shot, like that's why you lost. And okay. That that's a part of it. Also, the bucks did get pretty cold there in well, the third. And I have a general concern. Like I'm getting a bad taste in my mouth from like these Saturday night games where the bucks play like the quote unquote title contenders. 
the two guys that everybody says Giannis is worlds better than it should definitely be MVP over. Well, they choked away that game to Embiid and the Sixers, and they could have won that game and probably kind of ended the the Sixers' significant threat towards them because the Sixers were reeling at the time. And then tonight, you know, the guy that everybody says is the the paper MVP, like the worst MVP ever. Well, I mean, you got your ass kicked by that team. So what do, what do you really have to say? Uh, Q, your thoughts? I just have regular season fatigue. Um, it's like Jake's takes, just like the same thing over and over again. These games don't matter. It's really sad. Like, I'm not blaming the officials for the loss, but I am blaming the officials for a really, really crummy second half. Like, that was just not fun to watch. Neither team could get into a rhythm just because the referees decided they want to be to be the stars of the game. So I definitely Jake's right. We we couldn't hit any shots. Um, but I'm just ready for the regular season to be done. Like I'm I'm anticipating some more bad basketball, even though we've got the Celtics and Sixers coming to town next weekend. Um I'm just I don't know. I'll probably sell those games because one of those teams will be playing in Milwaukee when it really matters. And the officials won't, won't do a game like this in the regular or in the playoffs. So um, yeah. And I, I just hope Giannis is all right. It's, I think the thing that's really worrying me is every time he gets hit in that arm or that hand, he's holding his wrist and like, dude is built like a tank and i i just get concerned that it's worse than he's letting on yeah i don't um, buy that and i i hope you don't like, buy what that he's hurt uh that he's that hurt i think he's like Shawn michaels hurt where you know like plays it up a little bit but he i've never seen him do that i've never seen him play anything up i don't think he'd be playing if he was significantly worse and the other thing I wanted to comment on Q's comments were like, uh, it's just a regular season game. They don't really care. Watch that first half from the Bucks. Tell me they didn't care about that game and that they didn't want that game. They were playing with like intensity. And once, they- once the Nuggets took a lead, uh, I think the Bucks played a little different in the second half than the third. Well, I mean, I mean Drew got a little it. lethargic out there. You could perceive it that way. I could perceive it as they were rattled. I don't that think that they rattled. I I think so. I I really think that you're reading too much into these regular season games because it was a back to back. Like this would not happen in the playoffs. So it, it's not even a real scenario where like we would play the Nuggets and they would have like a few days off and we would have had to play the night before. Like the closest scenario would be like our series ends after theirs and we would still get a day or two of rest before we'd have to play them. So I think what what bothers me, um, I mean, good points all around. I think what bothers me is that if like, this is where I see when the, if if we play the Celtics, specifically the Celtics, uh, I see like, or even the six or whatever, if if the bucks are going to lose a series, stuff like this is going to happen. Where it's just going to be, yeah, here's a good one from Adam. He says, unusual events. Jokic shoved Middleton, no call. Brooke getting a bench tech. Giannis Tech with the cops showing up. 
a Denver. <laughs> what was that? A Denver three where he didn't shoot it, and they actually didn't call it until it got awkward. Um, just so like weird stuff, but then also coupled with what the Bucks contributed shooting wise, they shot nine from thirty six from three. So the Bucks from three. I mean, they were the, Middleton made a shot with to make it ninety eighty three or something, and then Ingles had a chance and missed. And I, I just like that. If if you take a we, if you take weird situations coupled with a bad three point shooting night, and as deep as the Bucks bench is. And as much as I love it, there's still nights where if if you're not finding it from three, you're gonna you're gonna drop a couple games. So that's where I think like that that would be my takeaway. And- well, there was also a stretch at the end of the first half that was really disheartening where the Bucks completely stopped moving the ball and it was just like Drew posts up or Drew post ups and Giannis isolation ball. Cause I think Giannis was feeling himself after that hot start. Um, when this team moves the ball, they look like the Spurs of yesteryear, just completely unbeatable. But when it's like, okay, Giannis, pound the ball, Drew, post up, Middleton, try to get your mid-range post. It's just like a completely different team. Uh, anything else for you boys? I was just going to say, I, I think that um, in the first half, Brooke getting three fouls, like, two of them were complete nonsense just because Jokic was complaining and um, Denver's coach was complaining and that would not happen in the playoffs. Like he was playing legitimate defense and like you can play defense without getting whistled in the playoffs. And if Brooke doesn't get three fouls, like he's not sitting on the bench the whole second half. Um, Yeah. Bobby did kill them tonight too. Well, I mean, Bobby shouldn't be playing against Jokic either. And isn't I think Leonard was out. Um, not not that he would have done much better than Bobby, but I don't know. Well, Jay Crowder might help. I mean, he's not going to be like one-on-one on Jokic, but he'll help defensively. Yeah, and I, I feel like in a playoff scenario, there's a good chance. Uh, first first of all, I don't think we're going to see Denver, so I'm not. They're going to fuck it up somehow. That, that, I'm not, we're not seeing Denver. I would love to see them because I think they're solid. Then again, last night I said Gonzaga is going to win the tournament, and then they got – Call me crazy. I, I wouldn't be a fan of seeing the team that just rolled us by 25, but that's just me. <laughs> it wasn't a real game. <laughs> then why do they play them? Why are we talking about it? Why is there a post-game show if they're not real games? Why did Milwaukee try so hard in that first half if it's not a real game? You can't just use it when it doesn't go your way and say, Oh no, it doesn't matter. Cause it was just regular. You can't just say it went because you're wrong. Like I don't, I don't understand that take at all. So I'm going to explain it to you again. We played last night. They did not. It's not <laughs> a real scenario. It's it, it like it's, it's wrestling. This is WWE. Hey, all right. Uh, before you guys go do either or Aww. both of you, Want to do a Bart impression? Sure. Can I go first? Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to the Winkler Show. Um, it was a rough night last night, guys. So, I'm just gonna let you guys take this one. <laughs> oh, I haven't done that in a while. Was that the last show? You were oh, like, guys, Friday, I gotta yeah. slow down, and I thought it was gonna take a dark, dark turn for a minute. Was that Friday when I ended up talking about my deodorant problems? 
Uh, I, I, you were talking about losing some uh, money on penny slots in a local bar with your friends and maybe going a little bit too hard, too fast on the partying. Oh, I did. I did go very hard on the partying last weekend. Uh, you don't need that shit, Bart. I want to hear uh, Q's impression, though, before I go. I'm trying to think of something. It'd be like, see. Did, did, I, did I tell you guys I'm an NFL owner? Okay, all right. <laughs> Let me know. tell you why Milwaukee radio fucking sucks. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Did you guys see I got shit on by uh, Fox Sports 1070 over the weekend? Yeah, what? but that was like a self-own on their end. Like, just like sometimes when you acknowledge something, it just shows you how much someone's in your head. So, like Fox Sports 1070, which is basically a simulcast of uh, the game, clowning on me. Never tweet. But then someone said Winks thing should come on, and they said who? Great. You're in their head, Bart. Just click on my name, and then it like if I'm ever like, who is this guy? Just Click on them, and then there's like a bio. Pretty easy. Yeah. Oh, well, Bart, guys. you have like three times their followers, too. I looked that up, so good for you, buddy. Well, one thing I won't have coming up next week is my blue check mark. Uh-oh. Yeah. Now, it looks like that legacy Twitter verified people are going to lose their blue check mark. It's a damn shame, man. What's this world coming to? I know. I know. I, I could buy a blue check mark. No, you don't. Don't do that. Or I could buy Twitter blue and then have the option to not have the blue check mark and just use the features. Yeah, I saw something about that today. What 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 is what would be the purpose of that? You can like put bookmarks in folders and you can edit tweets up to fifteen minutes. The one the the biggest pet pe- oh this is this is a Bart impression. The biggest thing I hate the dumbest thing that you could factor that in next time. But the biggest thing I hate about Twitter is when somebody like writes a tweet and then they make a mistake and then right away they go, they quote tweet and go like, oh, I meant to say this damn edit button. And they had like one like on it. Just delete it. Delete the tweet. No one's seen it. Delete it and redo it. I do that all the time. Bart, are you building a fort, by the way? Why are you on the floor? Like, <laughs> Oh, this is the in-laws house. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And so I tried to spruce up the couch background by putting the uh the pattern ones on the side. Fancy smashy. Do you got good in-laws? I do, very good. Well, good for you. He's doing a podcast in their living room. I think he's got great in-laws. <laughs> Can we get a cameo? From an in-law? Yeah. I mean, in-law. I could go wake up my seventy-two year old mother in law. Do it. Do it. Yeah, what's your name? Ruth? Ruth! <laughs> Wake not, up, Ruth! It's not Ruth. <laughs> Becky! Mildred! I am in the Give basement, me. actually. I'm in the basement where oh, okay. the basement Christmas tree is still up. Nice. Hey, Jake, have you Yo. tried one of these? What do you got? What is it? Well, why don't you just say it? So it's like... Uh, it's a hop flavored LaCroix. So zero alcohol, zero calories. It's good but stuff. Are you still not like drinking, a... Q? Yeah, I'm done. Hop large. Since New Year's Eve? Since New Year's Eve. Good for you, man. Stick with it. I'm eight yeah. years without a drink. You don't need it. How many seconds without a gummy? Uh. <laughs> hey, good news. Uh, the suns are up big 
and the Sixers. So hopefully they can take them down. All right, there's Q with your update. Both of you, thank you. All right, tell Timmy I love him. See you, Jake. Later. See you, boys. Uh, Yeah, I did not send a text to Tim Shea, and you may have seen him in the comments. He is irate at me. One thing that I wanted to bring up, I say that a lot, too, for the impressions. Um, uh, Matt says he blew the driveway at 8 a.m. Everything that fell since has melted. So I haven't been home yet from the snowstorm. Uh, by the time that I put this out, I'm not shoveling. I'm just going to let it melt. I'll just drive over it with the car. I'm not shoveling again. Or, Oh, I can't snowblow because I broke my snowblower. I ripped the thing off. And so I got to shut. I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to let it melt. So hopefully the eight inches of snow or whatever we have melt. There was a tweet here or a comment that said, I'm new to the show. What do you guys think of Pat Connaughton? I think that we like Pat. I think that we think that Pat is a little bit past. I don't know. I don't want to say his prime. I don't think we have peak Pat right now. So Pat Connaughton tonight. Well, okay. Tonight he was really good tonight. Oh no. Thank God. I'm looking at the jazz box score. The jazz box score. He's got six for 10 from three tonight. He was one of four. All right. With five points. It's just what it comes down to for him is uh, to me, to me, to me rebounds and his athleticism and uh, the three point shot. I think that you have a lot of these guys that are in a three-point shot situation uh, or they're going to be three-point shooters because you know how the Bucks play. They bring it in, Giannis, and they have guys, and Ingles is waiting out there. Grayson's waiting out there. And I thought Grayson had a good weekend against the Jazz. Remember, he scored the first 11, 25 on the night. And then even to start, he only played 25 minutes, 13 points against the Nuggets. But I thought Grayson had a really good weekend. Uh, Drew was 3 of 11 against the Nuggets. Middleton, 6 of 14, but 1 of 5 from 3. The three-point lines were ugly. Like I said, 9 of 36 total. Nuggets were 15 of 36. So just those six extra threes, quick math, is 28, 18, 18 more points. They shot 42%. We shot 25. Giannis, 13 to 22, went to the line seven times, made five, nine boards, 31 points. And the next leading score, three guys with 13. Jokic had 31 and 11. I mean, Jokic, like, I, I do talk down on Jokic. He is a good player. There was one play where Porter Jr. had, like, this really athletic bucket. I was like, oh, my God, Jokic. And then, oh, no, he just, it's, you know, it's a more laboring type of game. But he's a great passer. He had 11 assists. He's always active on the rebounds. Uh, I'm not discrediting Jokic. He should be in the MVP race. And it should be him and Giannis and Embiid. And the, to, me, to me, to me, the MVP should go to Giannis. But I don't think it's going to. And now that they lost to the Nuggets, a game that not a lot of people watch this one nationally. It was on NBA TV, which I believe had the Nuggets feed, which I believe they are super, super crybabies about Giannis coming down the floor. Um, so that may have been a situation that I didn't want to see. And then... I lost my train of thought. So when you lose your train of thought, you just start to like say the first thing that comes to your head and in conversation, hope that you can think of 
the thing that you're saying. See, right now I'm projecting words without having any idea what they are. And at the top of my head, I'm trying to think, what was I thinking? And then I remember MVP and I remember that they want to give it to Jokic. And then now I'm remembering that this was a game on NBA TV that was against the final four or the elite eight rather. And so what people are going to do is, Hey, all the bucks play the nuggets. They're going to check it out. They're going to see that they won. They're going to look at the stat line. They're going to say, Oh, well, Jokic, I mean, be honest, he's the MVP. And so you know, maybe these games are a little more important in that regard. If MVP matters to you, we talk about it way too much. Uh, I, I think so. I just don't, I really don't want Jokic to get it. Cause I don't think he deserves it three times in a row. If he deserves it this year, I don't think he deserved it one of the last two years. I mean, they don't let Giannis have it a couple of years ago. Why not? Maybe Embiid should have won it a couple of years ago. So I have no problem. I'm, I really do think you can't just, you can't just give a guy three MVPs in a row unless it's clear, which I don't think it's been cleared. So what they used to do is they'd say, all right, well, you know, this guy's been good enough. He's right there. And Embiid is definitely an MVP candidate. Now we'll still see him, I believe, coming up in a little bit. The Bucks on Saturday nights, as I believe it was Jake that mentioned, that's where their losses have come. And they've been playing some top competition on those Saturday nights. There was Golden State on the 11th. And then there was Philadelphia on the 4th. So the Bucks have won every game in the month of March, except for the three on Saturday. And they lost one against Indiana for some reason on the 16th. Other than they've, that, they've won the other nine games. So nine and four in the month of March, I believe, with the three losses, three of the four coming on Saturday at Golden State, home against Philadelphia, and then at Denver. What Q was trying to say before and what I think he did say was this was a kind of situation in a matchup against teams that you're not going to see come playoff time. The Nuggets had a couple of days to prepare for this game. The Bucs did not. The Bucs were in Utah the night before, get in late at like 2 a.m., Denver's altitude is 5280. I mean, it's right on their court. It does mess with guys. I do give credit. I mean, the Bucks could have sat down some guys and not, you know, really tried in this one. But they went ahead and did it. Marcus says, Bart, I'm sick living in Denver. I've talked a lot of shit at work. Now I can't show up on Monday. Hey, Mental Mondays, take the day off. I don't know where this guy is, but he's walking around somewhere. Tony in Texas. Hey, Bart, I'm, I'm at the bars. I'm mingling with the chicks, but you know what? I got to talk about Denver and the Bucks. Oh, so no. Okay, so right now we're getting Tony in Texas. Normally, this is the this. No, normally, this is you in, in the stories you tell us. We're actually getting you in the yeah, story. You're, you're, you're in deep here. You no, know, let me just let me interject and say the jerseys and the swag that you have for your AAU team. Oh, I like, like it, that? and I want some. Do you, do you? Oh, hell yeah, Bart! You're my guy. Yeah. I'll be in I'll town pay. next month. We got to hang out. Uh, hey, I got to talk about this Denver Nugget team. I don't want to see them in the finals. Okay. I don't. I don't want to see them. And it's not that I, I'm scared of them. I just want the easiest path to the finals, to the to the victory, to the, to the title. I don't want to see the Denver Nuggets. For some reason, I think Denver, and you brought this up when you had your radio show, they shouldn't have a fucking sports team. Any sports You like team. my take on that? It's a fucking great take. You got some fucking good opinions in that fucking brain of yours. Because the, the like there's home court, like there's home field advantage. This is my take. There's home field advantages. Like some places it snows and some places it rains more and some places it's a little cold. 
But you know, it's all weather can happen anywhere. Denver is a mile in the sky, dude. And it, it messes. There's some players like that one Steeler could not play there. Ryan Clark. Absolutely yeah. right. He had sickle cell. It's, it's bullshit. It's, it's not fair. Yeah. I hate Denver. I don't like Denver. I don't like anything about Denver. I hate the Broncos. I hate John Elway. When I think of John Elway, I think of the Denver Nuggets too. So I don't want to see Denver. I'm not scared of Denver. I just don't want to see Denver. Let me ask you this. This is uh, adjacent. I'm just moving my legs a little bit. My feet are falling asleep. I'm on the floor. I've only been to Denver at the airport. So have I ever officially been to Colorado is my question. No, you you haven't, Bart. I agree. You have not. Like if I had one of those maps where you scratch off. You, you need to go. States. I don't think I've been to Colorado. I got to say Boulder. How the hell is Colorado University in Boulder not a good team at anything? Maybe Dion will change that. Your guy, Dion. That university, that campus, that backdrop, beautiful. One of the top three or four universities probably for beauty in the country. Colorado is beautiful. They shouldn't have a fucking sports team. You're absolutely right. Great take. I hate the Nuggets. I hate Jokic. I don't want to see them. I'm not worried about the Bucks. Bucks are going to be fine. I'm not going to be negative. Bucks are going to be fine. We'll be okay. He says, if Tony introduces us to one woman he spoke with tonight, I'll give him 20 bucks. Hey, really? 20 bucks? Hey, what's, what's your name? You want to be on a podcast? They're running away from me. No. Bart, they're running away from me, Bart, right now. Well, you're a guy in the, uh, you're a guy in the Bart, Texas. You're a guy away. in a parking you, lot in I owe Dallas, you 100 bucks. Screaming into a phone about how much you hate John Elway. Of course no one's going to talk to you. I hate John Elway, Bart. That fucking helicopter thing that I see once or twice a year, that little, like, Leroy was involved in that. I hate John Elway. By the way, I don't even think John Elway had 100 yards in that Super Bowl passing. And they still won that fucking game. I hate John Elway. Are you at a biker bar? I hear a lot of bikes. No, there's a lot of motorcycles here. I feel like I'm at Summer Festival, the motorcycles. Are you with Bill? I'm not with Bill Michaels. Uh, I don't like Bill Michaels. Elway had 123 yards in a pick. Okay, he had 120. Pass rating was 51. I I was in San Diego for that thing. That was one of the worst days of my life. They gave the ball to Terrell Davis 30 times. And Terrell Davis had a fucking concussion that game or something. Well, he had three touchdowns. He was seeing stars, and we still lost that game. Yeah. Hey, well, anyway, Bucks will be fine. I will say this. I want to end with this. The NCAA, the March Madness, I know you're not a big college basketball guy. and You know, the players aren't as good. I get it. That's quite the event, man. Well, it's been a great tournament. To see Florida Atlantic get to the Final Four, hey, it's it's like dreams come true. Dreams come true. Bart Winkler will be on major radio within this calendar year. Dreams come true. I'm telling you, dreams we'll come true. We'll be on true. major radio next weekend. I got CBS. Well, radio. you're gonna have a permanent gig. Your wife's gonna let you sleep in the bed with her. It's gonna be great. I love you, Bart. I'm going upstairs I'll be, after that. I'll be in town in April. And you have a great evening. Bucks and six. Get the fucking chairs ready. We're going to do this, guys. We're going to do this again. Bucks and six. Love you. Bye. All right, bye, Tony. <laughs> Tony. So when I when I decided on uh, Saturday that, uh, you know, I'll do a show. I'm, you know, at the in-laws and uh, things go, you know, things get quiet relatively early and we all go to bed and relax. But I'll do a show after Bucks Nuggets. You got two MVP candidates, and 
I think there's enough people. A snowy weekend, and you know, there's a lot of people that are 30s or 40s that may just pop on, say hi, see what's up. And, you know, I'll catch some strays. I didn't think uh, Lothario down in Dallas there would be rushing out of his bar to go unzipped in a parking lot to talk to us. Uh, yikes. All right, so Bucks Nuggets thoughts. Uh, I was just talking about the MVP and looking at the Bucks schedule coming up Monday at Detroit. Oh God, I hate these kind of weeks. I'm with I'm with you, Q. Regular season fatigue. These kind of weeks where it's like Monday six o'clock at Detroit, Wednesday at Indiana. These six o'clock games on Bally Sports where Marcus Johnson probably doesn't feel like he needs to show up for him. Then they, they got Boston at least, and then a Sunday night game. Uh, oh, well, we're not. Okay. Sunday night, they have the Sixers on April 2nd. We got to talk this one out because I want to do a WrestleMania post game, But I'm a Bucks post game show. Ooh. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Uh, we'll figure that out. They're all on Bally Sports. Yeah, all the games are most of the time. I don't, if, if they're on national TV, I watch them on national TV if I can. I get enough of the home crew throughout the season. Uh, and baseball starts coming up. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Q says there's only games, there's four games <laughs> Pistons, Pacers, Celtics, Sixers. The rest are fake games. I love, I love his, I love his fake games, uh, theory. All right. After complaining a little bit, we're going to get, I mean, we saw, we saw Tony in Texas on the street and I've seen, Oh, sorry, Bart. I'm just finishing the shoveling your driveway. Oh, you oh, are. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, there we go. All right. That Got looks like your house. house. <laughs> you look like That's Darth Jader. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do. I'm gonna go now. Yeah. What are you doing? I just got home. Give me a minute. What do you want? Where were you? Uh, I was out. Can I crowdsource on my Darth Shader nickname? I thought that was pretty good. (laughs) Because you had a hoodie on. Black. You were out putting, putting my shovel back in my car. Yeah. How much of the Bucks game did you watch? Uh, zero. Yeah. Do you want to give me your breakdown? Yes. Uh, we'll be okay. And isn't Denver like a mile high up in the air or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know that's bullshit. I got a DoorDash promo this weekend that I couldn't use. Yeah, me too. (laughs) 25 for 200? Uh, no. 10, 10 for 75. Oh, they must have really needed people this weekend. They must have. Although when I've been looking, Tim, th- I don't think they're getting as much orders as they have been. I got to look at like Postmates or something. Uh, you should have done it up north. Uh, I thought about it. Yeah. Snow was bad. I had a fantasy draft on Saturday. I was supposed to do in Nina, and I couldn't. I couldn't get on the roads. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. 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 And the fantasy draft. Oh my God. 
Are you in we'll any think, fantasy baseball? Yeah, I we have our draft. Uh, we always do it the night before opening day, so Wednesday night. What do you use? Yahoo. We did. I did two auction leagues today on CBS, and both of them were a disaster. What pick did you have? Well, it's just auction, so it don't matter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have the second pick. Who should I pick? I have no idea. I assume that Trey Turner will Michael one. I think Trey, Judge, and Otani. Okay. So who should I pick? Well, I I mean, if you can get Trey, I'd get Trey. Okay. But Otani. Do you want to talk or no? I'm going to bring in Austin. I'm good. I just wanted to say hello. Oh, I like a little cameo. I'm going to head back out. I'm going to head back out soon. Actually, I'm waiting for Sam Schmitz to call me. Well, he's working the news. He is, but he his car. He had to take his car in and ask me for a ride. He's like, "Could you possibly give me a ride?" So, if I go pick him up, I'll come back. Poor Sam had to do one of those uh, tweets today where he tweets I someone and says, "I'm a producer. <laughs> Can I use your video?" The best part is that was kind of like down by where he lives too. So I'm like, Sam, just go outside. You'll see it. <laughs> Yeah, the video we're talking about the video of those buses all stuff. Oh my god. I'm not gonna lie this morning. So I got up at like a little later on Saturday, like eight. And it like usually the city's really good about plowing the street right here. I live on a main road and it wasn't plowed. And I'm like, oh geez. And I parked outside last night. I thought it wasn't gonna be this bad. I, I thought there would be snow or whatnot, so it took me a half hour to move my car this morning. Yeah. Not cool, but that, that that's this snow was no joke. So well, good breakdown, Tim, with the weather. Thank you. At least I can break down something for you. <laughs> All right, you with Badgers. Badgers play Tuesday. Yeah, Big, should we go live? Should we? Should we? Should we? We maybe do the hurry up that day. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do a hurry up. And don't work on all that this week. I'll work on all that this week. Opening day. Opening day, too. Yeah, what do you want to do? I don't know. I'm going to the game already. So you're going to have to come meet me. All right, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Happy Saturday. Tim Shea. All right. And then, uh, Austin, I was going to log off, but let's talk, buddy. Tim Shea with the weather. How about that? How about that? What? What's uh what's the weather like in your room? Cloudy as usual? <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to. A little hazy. Air that out of there. What's up, bud? Hey, uh take nothing of this uh take nothing of the loss. I think uh Bucks seeing what well do you think I kind of miss first half of your show? So um, I might have missed a couple of points, but um, I don't know. Denver isn't it. Let's say that the Bucks somehow face them. Uh, take this back to the championship run in our game ones. It's a feeling out game. And Bucks are way more playoff ready than they are. And I think Tonight, they, I mean, they missed their shots. Okay. Yeah. The refing got weird, like childish. 
um, like they were refing child, like they were refing kids. I think that it's pretty easy to see that the Bucks can rattle these guys. Like Jokic is soft when he goes and sits, and I say this like um, relatively. When he goes and sits on that bench drinking his Gatorade, it looks like a sad kid drinking a juice box. I think he really just, I don't know. Giannis plays like, Giannis plays every game like, this could get taken away from me at any time. I'm so glad to be here. I need to work for it. I can never take it for granted. Jokic plays like he's just trying to avoid a frown. Giannis played the, just last night, I saw him take a digger. And I'm like, why are you doing this against a 35 and 37 team? And, but he will do that. Doesn't matter who he's playing. I know, dude, I just think I, it sucks that they lost. Yeah, I wish they won every game. Well, it sucks they lost. I think that they are honestly trying to make sure that they get the one seed. And so I was thinking, like, why what is it that we think like why should we not have the one seed because i hear people saying like oh the bucks don't need the one seed yeah we don't like but how no they want that they've they they want the one one seed though yeah they want it yeah shouldn't they yeah okay so what is this rhetoric uh bs about well the bucks don't need the one seed well, because if they don't get the one seed, that's what we'll say. Yeah, okay, well, that's stupid, my friend. <laughs> to, convince, to convince ourselves that we didn't need it. Yeah, I know, but, like, wouldn't it be better to have the one seed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I don't want to hear any more of this BS. <laughs> oh, we don't need the one seed. Bucks don't need the one seed. Get the one seed, my friends. Go in. You have, like, what is it, eight games left? Is it eight? Uh, is it yeah, yeah. Okay, go in there in a in a blaze of glory. Go ahead, get the one seed. You get you a little bit of rest, and then let's freaking go, man. And I did not swear yet. Well, I don't know if you caught Tony in Texas. He swore a hundred times. <laughs> oh, I uh, when I brought it up, he uh, looked a lot looser than I was. Yes, which is shocking. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not common where on one of these, I'm the most sober one out of everybody that comes on. No, I see you got a couch going now all of a sudden. At the in-laws tonight. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. Hey. Um, drinking, drinking Diet Coke. God bless. Yeah. God bless. Uh, I don't know. Were you guys, did you get any brewers talk in yet? What do you think? Opening days coming up in a couple of days. Um, I kind of think that they are going to suck. Uh, just just <laughs> simply based off offense, I think that we're going to have probably a lot of 2-0 losses. So like normal? So like normal, like like last year, and then I don't know. I don't know if you did it, if you talked to any brewers yet, but um, I don't know. Opening day's coming up, and I just my prediction for them is that they're not gonna 
win the division and they'll probably miss the playoffs. Could you imagine being my mother-in-law? Like my son-in-law has to talk about your daughter marries this guy. Your daughter marries this guy. He's got a steady job at the time. And then years later, he's lugging his podcast equipment. So after the Bucks lose to the Nuggets, he can go down in your basement. Like what's worse, my basement or the in-laws basement? Well, I think this is worse. To be fair, there's looks nicer. Oh, much nicer. This is where we have Christmas down here. Much nicer. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap things up. It's night night time. All right, Bart. Hey, man. Enjoy time with the in-laws. Thanks for uh, staying up to let me hop on. Thanks Much for being here. A hat tip to you, sir. And you froze. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, he's gone. And a reminder, 402-915-BART, 402-915-BART. That's how you can hit us up on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Place your voicemail, thanks to Carl's Place, 402-915-BART. like to play those throughout the week. Carl's Place, of course, carloft.com, backslash Bart. You can find that link at bartwinkler.com, done so well by Sun Ant Interactive. And this is the part of the show where I say, I'm going to try to get new content. And I got new content to get. And I'm going to try to get new content. I got to get new content. So that's that part of the show. Uh, but check out Sun Ant Interactive. If you're ever thinking about putting together a, a website. I'm so glad I, I talked to those guys. Because I was going to try to do my own through Squarespace and Wix. And I had this idea of what I wanted it to be. And it's just a lot of work. And also, it was like, the way they put together the website for me was... I like rough stretched a girl's face and then they had the Mona Lisa. It's like, mine's a little Mona Lisa stick figure. And they're like, oh, this is what you wanted. Well, yeah, it is. Wow. So thanks to them for helping me with that. And again, you can get all the links, happy place, hemp, omahasteaks.com promo code BART, $30 off your order of packages of meat. Tom keeps tweeting every single package that he's been eating or every single meat he's been chomping on. Or, I mean, every single dinner he makes, that makes the most sense. So, Tom, thanks for doing that, retweeting those. So, uh, if you're just joining us, happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART, 25% off. Thank you, Sun Ant Interactive, for an incredible website. OmahaSteaks.com, promo code BART, $30 off. And Carl's Place. Get a golf simulator in your house yesterday. You know, if the Brewers can have this Paige Sporanic bobblehead, Maybe I'll maybe I'll maybe I'll see if I can get a bobblehead of me in a bikini hitting shots at Carl's place. All that. That's why we got the website. So everything's in one place. Bartwinklershow.com. Three words. Put them all together. Bartwinklershow.com. A couple other things I wanted to mention. Uh, Austin was getting into the Brewers for a little bit. I don't know what's going on with Luke Voigt saga. I try to do this as late as possible, the recording of this. There may be something Luke Voigt that we hear overnight. I would like to see Luke Voigt on this team as well. Um, I think he had a good spring, and also I think that he can he can contribute. Now, if the Brewers do get something for him, people keep mentioning the Phillies need a first baseman. What happened was he opted out, but he can still like opt back in in some weird way, and they kept – Pushing back the deadline, it's very hard to understand. 
Uh, also, I don't really care to understand because I like Luke Voigt as much as the next guy. And there's a lot of things I rip on the Brewers for. But when I run down the litany of things that I think the Brewers should be shamed for, like having a winter warm-up at a dive bar or trading Josh Hader or giving away $6 vouchers, uh, Luke Voigt is going to be m- very far down that list. Much further down than taking away the Friday's Long Islands and not letting you take them out of the, of the restaurant. Uh, much farther down the list than when a player hit the Toyota and the Brewers pretended that they didn't. Tim, don't with me. Much further down the list of, of all those kind of things. Uh, Keston Hira, no longer a Brewer. That sucks. So who's who's casting going to hit 25 homers with this year? Cubs, Pirates, Cardinals, or Reds? I vote for the Pirates. You know, my guy Armin over at the game. I do like Armin. I like him a lot. I like him so much that I probably shouldn't talk about him because he'll get in trouble if I said something nice about him. But he said something to the extent of, I just don't like that Keston here is not going to be on this team. And he was getting clowned a little bit for it. And I didn't really understand why he says, I have a lot of feelings on Keston. Are we sure we're just ready to to let him go? Fine. Ratio me all you want. I just feel like there's a hitter in there somewhere. I'd hate to see it come out with someone else. Exactly. You know, Keston, he gets called up and then he gets sent down. And there's that one year, or he shouldn't have been set down and then he was raking and then he comes back up and has a nice moment. And then the brewers never let him get like any momentum. And then they play him for a little bit. And the, and then he has one air and the brewers act like, you know, some of these guys, for whatever reason, some of these guys are just afforded a much longer leash. And when Keston would make one air, it'd be like, Oh geez, get him off the team. Meanwhile, Colton Wong was, Swiss cheese last year. That's the best reference I could think of on the top of my head. Normally a reference I hate, but a cheese I do love. Man, do I love Swiss cheese. Why are there holes in Swiss cheese? I should look that up. Does that does that provide better taste? 414-799-1250. What's your favorite type of cheese? And what's the cheesiest What's the cheesiest logo in sports? Is that kind of sports talk? Yeah. Let's fire it up. I like Swiss cheese. What was I saying? Oh, Keston Hero. That sucks. So I don't know the stats of Luke Voigt. I'm sure something will get announced either in the overnight or uh, in the morning, maybe when you've already listened to this, if he's going to come back, if he's going to make the roster. We speculate over this roster a lot, and I always think of, Every time we talk to Craig Council, remember, the opening day roster is the roster for one day. One day. It's all it is. One day. It's nice to be on it. It's an achievement. But how many times do the Brewers send down a pitcher that that blows up opening day? Like Alex Claudio. Is he going to make the opening day roster? Maybe. Is he going to be on the April 1st roster? We'll find out. The Brewers, you know, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff. And as we get closer to opening day, we'll have to talk about this. But there's a lot of, uh, a lot, not apathy. I think people are excited that the baseball season is going to start. 
there's just there's not a lot of reason for optimism. Like the most optimistic you can be is to think the Brewers will be okay. And and like I don't I don't know how many people are taking them for 90 wins. I don't know how many people are taking them. I'm talking Brewers fans. I don't know how many people are taking them to win the NL Central. I think somewhere around 85, 86, get a wild card. I think that's all right. I think that they have a lot of guys that like if they have big years or if they have bounce back years, but this has been their model. Like if Brett Anderson and uh, Jesse Winker are good, the Brewers will be good. If both those guys have top two, three years they've ever had, they'll be a good baseball team. And that's kind of how it goes. So we need those guys to be good. But then you also still need Willie Adamas. You need Yelich to be a little better. But then you're going to need to count on some of these new guys. And that's what the Brewers have been doing for years, picking up these guys, Colton Wongs and Hunter Renfro. And there's so many of them that I can't like, like Andrew McCutcheon. Well, it's Andrew McCutcheon. There's so many guys that I can't even think of their names anymore. I guess Mike Moustakis, you know, a big year, he got it out of him. That's when, that's when the Brewers succeed is they have their core and then they pick up all these other flyers. And when the flyers do well, and I'm not talking like the flyers, like Nate Orff, who has a day or Eric Sogard, who has a weekend. I'm talking the guys like Winker needs to have a big year. And, and Brett Anderson needs to produce and have a big year. In addition to getting good years out of Telez and all those guys. So Mike Petrello at MLB.com put the nine tiers of contenders in 2023. He says the teams that are World Series or bust are the Astros, Braves, Mets, Padres, Phillies, and Yankees. So that's six. Uh, his next tier is, all right, let's get a little deeper this time around. Blue Jays, Cardinals, Mariners. Those are all teams that are progressively getting better. And as my friend Bill would say, on the come. Uh, they are on the come. So that's nine teams. The next tier is the Dodgers or the Dodgers. That's 10. And then he's got us lumped into a solid contenders. Brewers, Guardians, Rays, and Twins. Here's the write-up on the Brewers. The Brewers are strong in pitching and may not hit, which is pretty much cut and paste from every recent Milwaukee club. They're projected to allow the eighth fewest runs in the league, yet score only the 16th most. So what's different this time around? The top of the rotation should still be elite. Bullpen still has Devin Williams, though not Josh Hader. And we're going to ask the same, what's wrong with Christian Yelich? Questions we ask every year. There have been some improvements. Sneaking into the Braves' A's deal to get William Contreras was a minor heist, I agree. And there's reason to think that Jesse Winker could be much more like the Reds' all-star than the 22 Mariners' bust. Again, not to go back to Winker, and I, this isn't like a Winkler-Winker thing. Like all you guys, I, I don't. I'm more excited for Dan Winkler, the shitty Cubs reliever, than I was Jesse Winkler. That's not my name. It's not my name. Uh, I don't get excited for guys named Bert. My name is Bart. But I do think, like, and I'm thinking from a fantasy standpoint, because I had Jesse Winkler on a league when he was a Reds All-Star, and he was awesome. And then I kept him as a keeper, and then he sucked on the Mariners. So I... I feel like I feel I, I I understand how good Jesse Winker can be. And then, you know, what, what happens with Freelick and Joey Weimer and Garrett Mitchell's already here. And could we see Jackson Cheerio at some point? There are bats coming. And this is what we talked about, I think, a little bit uh, a while ago, where there are bats coming. 
there is pitching here now, and Adamus is here now, and he's going to get a big payday. Probably not from us. So will will they get a nice intersection where the bats are here and the pitching is here? And if that if the answer to that is yes, it's probably going to be next year, maybe the second half of next year, which means you're not trading Burns or Woodruff, and you're potentially riding those guys out and not getting a return for them, which it, it's a case-by-case basis sort of thing. Sometimes you ride guys out. You don't always have to get something for every guy. You don't always have to get something for every guy. It's different across different sports and different uh, strategies, but what's best for the Brewers? If they think over the next five to ten years that their best chance at a World Series would be with Freelick and Weimer and Mitchell producing, Adamas still here, Contreras giving you 20 home runs, you know, like Rowdy Telez, Brad Anderson, Winker, Tyrone Taylor being here, uh, the Mitchells, Freelicks, Weimers, Churio. If they think that, that there's a recipe, then I do think you got to go for it with that team. And then, you know, whatever happens with Burns or Adamas after that is, is going to happen. So they're like, they're like a little late on the pitching, a little early on the batting. You want everything to go at the same time. It's kind of like you want your rookie quarterback contract to be good when your defense is top 10 and you can spend a lot of money on that side of the ball. You're trying to find that perfect storm. And that's why if I'm, if I'm the Brewers and I'm good, that's why I think this first half of the season is so important. Because if they are bad, well, then I'm just going to unload. If they're bad in the first half, I'm going to unload. I'm just, it's not going to be worth it. I'm going to unload what I can. But if they're good and these guys come up and they make a run or do something crazy this year, then I'm, then I'm hanging on to Burns and Woodruff and those guys next year. You know, so it's, it's, it's interesting. It is actually interesting. Once you get all, once you get through the weeds of how terrible it is to be a Brewers fan, it's still somewhat exciting to be a Brewers fan. And I am looking forward to it no matter what I try to tell you. All right. Tomorrow, uh, Monday, I should say we will go live after the Bucks and Pistons. So that'll be fun. We're not going to break down Bucks Pistons the whole time. I think what I want to do is we can talk some Brewers the next couple of days. So if you've got Brewers takes and if you haven't been jumping in the lives and want to maybe or haven't done that yet, want to definitely want to talk about the Bucks. I mean, they, they are post games, but also they serve for the show. And I do want to talk some Brewers with you guys because I think that'll be our best chance before opening day. Opening day, I will plan to go live on thursday although it could rain in chicago so we'll see what happens but opening day for sure on the road and at home and we'll just kind of go we'll go from there but i do i do want to have live human interaction with brewers people with people that want to talk brewers where it's the week of the season starting so i think this is a good time as any so monday night we'll do a bucks post and uh, bring some brewers thoughts or if you can't make it monday night or don't like to be live do leave a voicemail, Carl's Place voicemail line, carlvt.com backslash Bart, because I do want to get some more Brewers voicemails in here. 402-915-2278, 402-915-BART. It's the Bart Winkler Show. Thanks, everybody, for joining, as always, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? 
what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.